Welcome to the Davis Arts Council Backstage Pass podcast recorded in the green room of the Kinley Amphitheater. My name is Kim. And I'm Heather. And we're here to talk music, art, literature, and give you a peek into what goes on here behind the scenes. In the last episode we did, we gave you 15 ways to incorporate the arts into your child's lives. And so today we kind of wanted to make it a little personal (laughs) and like (laughs) talk about our childhoods. Yeah. And how art was incorporated into those and how we feel like it affected us. Mm -hmm. You know, now that we're in our 30s, we can look back. (laughs) We can look back and see what an impact it had. Yeah. Okay, so let's start. Let's start with you, Kim. Tell me about your experience with art as a kid. So I was a kid who I didn't have. I remember like. I think the earliest memories I have of art in my family is my dad used to draw a picture of a horse, like just the head of a horse, but it was so good. He was so good at it. And I asked him to draw all the time. Um, So he, I mean, he's always been pretty artistic. My mom claims that she does not have an artistic bone in her body, (laughs) but she still likes to um, participate in like art events and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so she likes to go to plays and concerts and things but that didn't start until I was in junior high when I was required to go to live theater yeah and and watch it and so she would go with me because you know I was 12 or 13 and um that's when she was introduced to it as well and loved it um but yeah so growing up I started dancing I think like most girls in Utah right their mothers signed them up for dance lessons but I actually had to beg my mom to let me (laughs) sign up for dance lessons because they were kind of pricey. Um, And so I did it. I I started when I was eight and then I kind of did it off and on through college until I got injured pretty bad. Yeah. I pinched a nerve in my back and it was like for months I was in pain. So um, I stopped at that point. But um, I tried instruments here or there. Mm -hmm. instruments just weren't my thing I tried the piano I tried guitar I tried clarinet I tried yeah (laughs) I tried a few different things and it just wasn't something oh I played the viola for a year Uh um so I stuck with my commitment and I you know played it through the year or however long I signed up for it but it just they just weren't my thing I was more of a singer so yeah I did that you found your voice Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm I did that for years, and so I was in the show choir at Leighton High and um, participated in that, and so that's kind of my experience that's photography so cool. as well. So I was kind of more one to just experience art on my own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I did theater classes, and then I did, um, um, you know, just the dance classes, and I'd play with the photography. I took a photography class in high school and college, but I, I yeah. mostly just learned from experience just you know teaching myself so that's how I mean for me that's how I went about it because it was inexpensive and mm-hmm. um I could do it at my own pace and I could you know kind of fall yeah. into things and fall out of things if I wasn't enjoying it and that's cool so, yeah. yeah um what was one of your favorite um like music groups in junior high or high school to like listen to were you big into listening to music at that age um yeah I would say so I mean I grew up on like 70s classic rock 
because of your parents because of my parents yeah so like journey um foreigner ario speedwagon those kinds my dad's a big bob seger fan so mm-hmm. i love bob seger i love the eagles you're like um, all people that have come to the amphitheater yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love that um yeah so that's kind of what i grew up on they you were also, such a cool kid i kind of was yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i also listened to a lot of country growing up like 90s country oh yeah me too i love shania at. twain mm-hmm. shania um was great but uh, I was weirdly obsessed with Colin Ray when I was like eight years old. <laughs> yeah. I was a very strange kid. <laughs> Still love, love him. That. Still love him. But for an eight-year-old to be like obsessed with yes. his music, it was a little strange. Oh, my gosh. Um, But yeah. And then, of course, you know, when I was like 11 or 12, that's when like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. And, like, we lived during a great time. We did <laughs> Boys to Men. Yeah. I mean, I still listen to Boys to Men. Yeah. I still listen to totally. all of them. But, <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of, I was a very eclectic kid. There wasn't anything that I really yeah didn't enjoy. That's Even cool. like 90s rap, mm-hmm. I enjoyed. Yeah. I still listen to it. I love that. But yeah. I feel so, like I was kind of... um Maybe almost opposite in a way. I was not very eclectic. Mm-hmm. I kind of stuck to certain things um, and had like very few hobbies. So that's kind of interesting how people can approach it a different way. But mm-hmm. I started taking violin lessons at the age of four. And that was the first instrument I ever tried. I guess that's pretty young. <laughs> start, that is young. Yeah. I had a cousin that played and I just wanted to be like her. Mm-hmm. And so I asked my parents and... They got me the cutest little violin from a pawn shop. We lived in Arizona and they Mm -hmm. found me a teacher a few blocks away. He was like, I think he was 85 years old when he started teaching me. His name was Harold. I still remember so much about him. Um, But he was like a retired conductor. Um, He had taught at a school. But he was just like retired in Arizona. Mm -hmm. And I was his last student. He was going blind, but he still was sharp enough and he (laughs) taught me how to play he was so sweet um that's the sweetest story i loved him i keep his obituary in my violin case he died when i was about 10 years old i think um but um but yeah so he taught me um the beginnings of violin Mm -hmm. i didn't learn how to read music he taught me it's called suzuki it's where you just like learn by ear just Mm -hmm. by listening it's a method Mm -hmm. And um, but then when I was seven, my family got the opportunity to move to Europe of all places. Wow. Because my dad was in the military. Okay. And there was an Air Force base in the Netherlands that we moved to. And I just love my parents forever for doing that. Mm -hmm. I think they're so brave. I can't imagine that I would be brave enough to do that. They had three kids Mm -hmm. and my mom was pregnant, like seven months pregnant when we moved. But... But they did it, and um, we only lived there probably two and a half or three years. Mm-hmm. I did, like, second and third grade there, but it was a really impactful time on me. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it changed everything, yeah. just those couple of years. Mm-hmm. But my parents were so cool. We would, like, go to Paris for the weekend or Belgium or... That's so awesome. Go, and they would take us camping. We'd, like, to save money... 
Mm-hmm. Instead of like getting hotels in all of these big, huge places, they would like get campsites <laughs> and we would <laughs> camp. Brilliant. Isn't that so smart? That is so and smart. And kids think camping is the best anyway. Yeah, for sure. So I have all these great memories of camping. And then we would drive into the cities and go to the Louvre for the day or the Rodin Museum. And um, the visual art was had a big impact on me too. Mm-hmm. They had given us books as kids that had all of the masters in them. Like mm-hmm. in a cute, accessible way, like cartoons about Van Gogh. <laughs> yeah. But because of those books, we recognized a lot of the paintings we would go mm-hmm. see. And that moment when we would see a painting in real life that we had seen mm-hmm. in a book and like just knowing it was true yeah. and like knowing a little bit about mm-hmm. the history of it, it was just amazing every time. Yeah, that's I don't true. Know. Well, I'm I'm the same way, like... You know, growing up in history class, we're learning about all these, you know, places and stuff. Yeah. But having never actually been there, it wasn't like, I don't know, I just wasn't all that interested in it. And of then, course. you know, like you learn about, you know, the Washington Monument or something and then yeah. it's it's fine. But then once you get to D.C. and you see it, you're like, oh my gosh, that's yeah. incredible. Yeah. So yeah, it's a completely different story seeing it in real life. Yeah, when you see like how thick a Van Gogh painting really is, mm-hmm. there's just nothing like it. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, it was that was really impactful. I have a, a big love of visual art and architecture too. Just mm-hmm. cobblestone streets and the buildings and the color and the flowers and it just was a great time. Mm-hmm. So that really kind of set my, I don't know, standards pretty high. Yeah, I know, <laughs> Art. I was like this ten-year-old that came back talking about Monet, and you're so cultured. Yes, (laughs) I knew I was lucky, though. I I felt like even as a young kid, I knew we were. My parents helped us have gratitude. Yeah, we were pretty lucky. That's great. But it definitely shaped who I was. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, um, so yeah, I just stuck with violin. I really didn't try much anything else. I tried dance. I mm-hmm. think I dropped out yeah. after the first class. I thought it felt embarrassing. I just Aww. wasn't <laughs> meant to move like that. <laughs> but I liked being in school plays and singing in little choirs and stuff. But yeah, it was just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Life is better with it, for sure. Yeah. And I think it's important, like you said, like I love dance and I did it for years. Yeah. I did not enjoy the viola that much or playing exactly. any instrument that much, but you've played the violin since you were four. I still so. do. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. just, like the, like we said, try different things because you don't know what will click with yeah. your kid. It really is like a clicky, like all of a sudden you'll just mm-hmm. yeah, find something They will fits. find something that they love. Yeah. If you just let them try a bunch of different things. So what kind of benefits do you think you've seen? from having art in your life so early um I think I mean just the friends that I made because um you know especially when you do dance lessons or acting classes or something um not as part of your schooling Mm -hmm. as like you know something that you find a studio somewhere doing it you make friends that you normally wouldn't have met yeah totally um and you instantly have that in common Mm -hmm. so when you meet them you like just are best friends right away great as a kid yeah Yeah. um so yeah I made friends and um I definitely think that because you know and this was partially because my parents you know they said whatever it is if you sign up for it if you make that commitment you see it through yeah even if you don't enjoy it 
you see it through. So, um, you know, I would sign up like the viola and I, I enjoyed it fine, but it wasn't something that I would have, you know, I knew it wasn't going to be a long-term thing for yeah, me, yeah. but I stayed the whole year and I finished it through because my parents yeah, kind of instilled that in me. So it, you know, That's taught cool. me how to honor my commitments and, um, That's a great lesson. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure it helped me in school with, you know, I was always pretty Look good at, at the math. statistics. I know. Yes. <laughs> I was always pretty good at math and stuff. So I'm sure that had something to do with it, reading music and yeah, and that kind of thing. And memorization helped a lot in school. So my acting classes, memorizing lines and everything yeah. helped me memorize like speeches and mm-hmm. stuff in school and yeah, that's, I think that's yeah. an important one too. That I also sure. feel like it helped me have confidence mm-hmm. and it definitely, especially the Europe part helped me like widen my view of the world. Yeah. And I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. It even taught me, um, even just going through all those museums and seeing what's portrayed in the artwork, I swear to you, it's how I learned about the birds and the bees. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. 80% of those people in the paintings are naked. Yep. And the statues, they just are. I, yep. And as a kid, I'm like, why Why is that what everyone paints? But I learned a lot <laughs> in like a nice, safe, beautiful way. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's really <laughs> But it definitely funny. widened my worldview. <laughs> That's really funny. And uh, yeah, but I agree. Friendships, yeah, study habits, all of those come from... Mm-hmm. having art in your life for sure yep and then funny enough when I when I met my husband I fell in love with someone who was so different I guess they say opposites attract but mm-hmm. really we were so different mm-hmm. like he had grown up in a small town his whole life like he had never moved mm-hmm. until I met him and they like were very into sports like a lot of people are and just outdoorsy things like they would just like I don't know make fires and stuff I swear <laughs> for fun and hunt things don't and play with matches kids <laughs> that was his childhood yeah and he loved it he loved his childhood and he did a little bit in school like he was in a school play I've seen pictures mm-hmm. of but he just was he was not very into art and then he met me mm-hmm. who that's all I was into I was not into sports or outdoors things Mm -hmm. or we were just we had so much to introduce (laughs) to each other it was so funny but funny enough one of the first things we did we in 2004 do you remember what the play was at Leighton High like their big spring musical 2004 you were still there I was a sophomore yeah that yeah was Les Mis Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) yeah I remember yeah so that was the year after I had graduated and I knew they were doing Les Mis, and I don't think I'd ever seen it. I'd listened to it, but I hadn't seen it. Mm-hmm. So I took my husband with me, and we went to it, and it was such a great production. Mm-hmm. My gosh. Yeah, it was incredible. That wall that they built. Yes. That barricade was yeah. amazing. Yeah. They did. It was, and I've seen it several times since then, and mm-hmm. it's never been as good mm-hmm. in my mind as that production at Leighton High in 2004. Yeah. And... It changed my husband. My husband saw that and it seriously changed him. He just had no idea that a play could be like that and make you feel those things. That's a heavy play to see for your first one. Yeah. Like everybody's dying. I know. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like seriously. It's such a big tragedy. <laughs> but he, he loved it, and it really started a love of theater for him. And, um, and I look back at that fondly. And then not long after that, or maybe right before, we went down to Vegas together, and the Bellagio had this exhibit, like this traveling exhibit of Monet. Mm-hmm. Like real Monet. Wow. Like I think it was 30 or 40 paintings. Wow. Um, and it just had everything that you would want. The the lilies, the mm-hmm. hay in the field with the sunset, just everything you would want to see. They had at least one of. Mm-hmm. And we went to this exhibit together because I love Monet. And he had never seen a painting in real life before wow. by, you know, one of the masters. Mm-hmm. And I would kind of walk by a painting and look at it and feel happy and then move on and then I turn around and he's like still there and we were in there for an hour and a half he Mm -hmm. wouldn't leave he was like again he was just like dumbfounded by how Mm -hmm. beautiful and powerful art could be and I swear to you that's when I fell in love with him it was so sweet Mm -hmm. and um, it's just been fun to see him over the years he'd come to all my orchestra concerts and you know sit through those and mm-hmm. he was just really supportive and it's been fun to see and now we pay hundreds of dollars to go see Hamilton yep. he's like a whole new <laughs> a whole new person yeah <laughs> and sometimes I go outdoors with him <laughs> sometimes <laughs> only a few a few times a year I'll watch some sports <laughs> not football sorry not football I can't oh. I can't I can't handle it I used to be that way maybe you can teach me I think it was like going to high school football games that changed me. That's when I yeah. really started I to take it, an interest in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In real life, they're funner. Yeah. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's an awesome story. Okay. Well, we hope you learned a few new ways to introduce arts to your kids and a little bit more about our experience. Everyone just go to Europe. That's all you have to do. That's I all swear. you have to do. <laughs> I wish. I want to take my husband there. Mm-hmm. I want him to see it everything yeah. now and how old things can be and yeah that would I just be awesome. wish everyone could that would be awesome but there's a lot of fun things to do here too it's true we have museums <laughs> we do <laughs> all right well thank you for listening we would love it if you would rate and review our podcast and subscribe and follow us on facebook instagram and pinterest mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. twitter it's where we host our awesome giveaways And be sure to visit davisarts.org where we have links to everything that we talked about in this episode. See ya! See ya!